Welcome to the Designer Soup Podcast. I'm bringing it back to you guys. I've kind of been gone for a while, but I have a bunch of cool stuff that I wanted to tell you. So I got here with me the Mr. Brian Abdallah. What's and up? he's also a part of Designer Soup. Some of you might not know. Just a little bit. But um, yeah, so on this podcast, we're just going to be talking about what is moving forward we're getting closer and closer to 2021 and with that being said designer soup is gonna be full steam ahead okay i'm excited yeah yeah so basically i wanted to get you guys up to speed on what has been happening since i've graduated so is there anything you want to bring to the table brian you look eager to speak yeah, I think there's a lot, and we kind of brainstormed a little bit the other day, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like super proud of you and super excited for you for what you've done. Like a first off, and like super impressed with your initiative to do something and manifesting it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. Thank That's all. you. You're very welcome. Cool. So thanks Brian, for the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I make the best coffee. Uh, so. Brian is the new business person at Designer Soup, basically. <laughs> That's a new business person. Yeah, dude, new business person, super official name. And uh, yeah, he helps guide me with social media. That's pretty but much it. Like, I'm already kind of good at that, but yeah, she's so really we, we, out, yeah. we just like feed off each other creatively. And like, like I said, I'm just a small part of... Uh, this big picture that she has so that's i'm just uh happy to be a part of it it's kind of you're it, you're forced to have me a part of it because yeah. you know but you're here man <laughs> <laughs> okay so the name of this podcast is momentum process in work because it's just the order of how things are happening right now yeah. so just to get everyone up to speed let's hit it so first Everyone knows that I had graduated from Marymount University with a degree in interior design. And after graduating, it was a really weird time, obviously. Everyone went through a very tough time last spring in 2020. And so with the graduation kind of being scrapped and everyone just kind of having like a flop into reality... If you hadn't cooked up what you were planning on doing, your momentum, you know, was kind of on the fritz. And so even for myself, having cooked everything up in um, school and like made sure that I had momentum during school, I still even face like trial and tribulation. Yeah, no, for sure, because I've obviously witnessed it all. But you have to like also remind yourself, like this is going on at a weird time in the world, too. So it's definitely a little different. Yeah. I mean, I'm even saying with if COVID, with, even without COVID, COVID made it hard, obviously. But with even without that, it still would be hard. Because I feel like when you hit a new point in your process, um, your momentum like it stops it's like a new hill that you have to push the rock back up in order to fall back down the hill i feel like we're always pushing the rock up and trying to get to the next place yeah isn't that funny because it's just like every there's every new notch of your goal that you have to pass yeah 
So you finished school, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, what happened with that? Yeah, so I finished school and I felt like, oh my gosh, like I need to get everything ready to go. Like I have to have a contract. I have to have um, all of this stuff. I didn't have a contract. I was just doing um, consulting work, so I was on someone else's contract while I was in school. And so I'm like, I need a contract in order for my business, obviously, to move forward full steam. And so that's easier said than done because when you aren't a lawyer or you hadn't studied law, even the terminology or what you need to have in this contract, you don't know. Like there, there's a there's a basis of certain things that you need in a contract and it's like a general sense, but then also you have to know your own process, which again, we're getting into. So going into this, and you forgot to mention, like we have never done this before and it is based on trial and error, what works, what doesn't. You know, you spend money of trying things out. You talk to people, but people don't really know. They just hear things of what they like hear unless they've gone through it. So it's 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 different, and it's not just like, hey, uh, we need this contract because we knew a contract was needed. But I think in the beginning, we were just kind of like doing things to see if this can work, what doesn't, what does, uh, especially uh, last year, you know, with a couple projects that you had. But now it's like, how, how can we be legit and how can we protect ourselves? And talk to us about why you thought a contract was beneficial or needed. Because every business needs a contract and you have to have that to protect you. You have to have that to you know, it's just scary when you don't have it. And I, I knew that just from professional pra- the my class in professional practice. It's something that you just don't want to be without. You're just going to learn a whole bunch of tough lessons. And even though I haven't been through all the lessons, obviously, since I'm newer, I, didn't, I don't want to purposely step into a pile of poop when I know I could step to the side. You know what I mean? And I say that all the time. I tend to over-prepare. But, like... Yeah, you do. I... I like to over-prepare. Like, I'm the type of person that is like, here's the tornado warning, and I'm already, like, down, you know, down in the basement. I'm like, I I knew this was going to happen. Amanda (laughs) likes to have things, like, structured and and boom, boom, boom. And then I'm just like, yo, one thing at a time. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's just go for it. And then she stresses out. And then I get stressed out when she's like, we need this and this and this and this. And I was just like, bro, like, what is going on? Yeah. So I, I remember <laughs> I, I kept on telling you about I need a process. Yeah. And I don't know why I need to ha- have Brian tell me, like, you're right. You need a process. I, she, and he's just looking at me like, from okay. Me. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. You're the one. Yeah. This like, is your business. Okay. You sh- like, it's up to you to what you want to do, which is great. And like, I think with this contract, you legit, I have, I've never seen you work so hard on something that wasn't designed. When it, it was part of like the design process, you're like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, this is some, it was something completely different. For oh, me. yeah. And it, it was nuts. I was, it, I just got out of writing like a huge, like a huge thesis and designing the thesis too. If you guys aren't familiar with how interior design master's degrees work, you do have to do a, a thesis. And the thesis is basically a two part semester where in the first semester you do all of your research you even go out and conduct your research um if you have an irb and you have to get certified with doing um what's irb isn't it like uh um 
international review board uh institutional review board sorry Is it something along those lines yeah or? like so it's basically through education mm. on how to conduct research in education nice so it's a standard for that like doing that yeah so you were in school doing your thesis and then also thinking about the contract and your process at the same time yeah, I, I definitely was like I I knew and this was a big thing for me I and that I was trying to dodge almost I'm like in a way mentally I'm like I don't want to have to do all of the business professional practice stuff and I hate to be the stereotype of every interior designer or not every interior designer but most interior designers get stereotyped as like oh we're not business people we're like you know we are design brained and you know all over the place and I hate to say that I fall into that category but also like I would try my best to be a linear thinker as well and so yeah, I, I just immediately started putting together this contract, which was crazy. By yourself with no, with Yeah, I had a bunch of clauses in there and it was basically stemming around what I learned in school, which is uh, contract, I mean, excuse me, commercial interior design. And I was going into residential design. So all of this language was about, you know, bidding and doing all this like intense commercial work where where it's design bid build and I'm just basically working more on a design build standpoint and so all the language was wrong it was confusing me I didn't know if it was correct I'm like what am I agreeing I, what am I saying asking that I'm me. going to yeah, do you're asking me for stuff and I was like I have no idea yeah it was 50 pages but 50 so pages what what did you do to like start writing like did you read anything did you like yeah, Google YouTube I, stuff? yeah so what I had done was um, I researched I think ASID um, the American Society of Interior Designers they have a template that you can use but they advise you and also my professional practice books that I had from school I use those as a template but they always advise like you know you need to have a lawyer look over this. And so it was like daunting Overwhelming. to me. Yeah, yeah, I was like, lawyer, whoa, this, yeah. this I know, is getting I'm just out like, so I know I could be, <laughs> 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 right? I'm, I'm a new startup, basically. Like I've, you know, really only been doing like minor work since 2019. But to share this process with you is great. But I will say that I, in the back of my mind, I'm always just like, just get a lawyer. Like I know it's going to cost you money. Like they're not cheap, obviously. And so... I'm like, just get a lawyer. And I'm like, okay, well, what lawyer am I going to get? And even calling somebody, calling a lawyer is always like so daunting. Like, what am I going to say? I feel like I need to tell them what to do and I don't even know what to do, yeah. you know? So in the midst, 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 whatever. Midst. Uh, <laughs> in the mystical of all this. In the mystical valleys. <laughs> so in the mystical valleys of all this, uh, you're trying to figure out your contract and then like you're ready to go. But then also uh, one of your professors like reached out to you for something specific. Yes, right. Within all this stuff going next, on. Yeah, to the next topic. So that's me being like completely stressed out. So <laughs> I am just like, man, like total bummer. You know, I just I'm like, I need to get this. And then also we're in the middle of lockdown. So I'm just like, OK, I don't even have my contract figured out how the heck am I going to secure clients? Like I need to make some money. What am I going to do? You know, I feel like a worthless, like 
piece of poo you know and i'm just i'm like wow you know oh, that men- the mental state is like crazy it's crazy to me also because i graduated i graduated from high school in 2008 into a recession then in 2013 the recession still was like not doing so hot and the reason my undergrad is in health administration with a business minor is because of the recession so i went into something that i did not like spent four years and dollars but you knew you wanted to do art or some sort yeah, of creative all the time like never push that to the side if you know what you want to do when you're two years old and it's still the same thing continue to do that and so i knew way long ago that i wanted to be an interior designer i said this before on a different podcast i feel like but it's always like whenever I graduate, like you think you're going to just blossom and then you just get smacked down. (laughs) Right. And this time it was different because I was like, I was so prepared because I knew from the last few times I graduated, I'm like, Amanda, education is a tool to help you, but it's not the full garage. You know what I mean? Like I needed to go out and intern. I needed to meet with builders. I needed to go to trade shows. I needed to do all this stuff. So I did that. I made, and I started my business while I was in Yeah. You had a couple projects. Yeah. And had projects and I made sure that I was like ready to go. And then COVID hits and I'm like, not again. Can't talk to people. I'm like stuck in here with me. I'm like literally have to be (laughs) locked in. I'm like, I, whenever I graduate, there's no, we're talking about momentum here. Like I, there's no way I could have had my, like literally everything stopped. Everybody's momentum. If you had amazing momentum and you built it up, this was like three and a half years of build up momentum, ready to go. And it was shut down. And then there was a lot of times I was reflecting. So anyways, I go into this. I'm like slightly depressed. I'm slightly like, I'm very hard on myself. And so I'm just like, you suck. You can't do this. This is simple. Everyone has a contract and you're just miserable and blah, blah, blah. A lot of heavy stuff. I'm sure everybody went through, is probably still going through heavy stuff. What was, uh, we'll go back to. I'm just about to go into this. So like. You know, you're stuck and doing all this stuff. You know, you're going through this uh, contract and then all of a sudden something else pops up on top of all this crazy, mom- like, momentum that was blocked. So now you got to start over with this momentum. So then what happens? Yeah, so I get reached out to by one of my um, past professors and she was also my thesis advisory committee chair. And so the committee chair is the person that basically advises you to the strongest point. Like she's your professor for your thesis. Um, and then you have other you members of your much. committee too. Yeah. To guide yeah. you. Yeah. And so I had completed my thesis with her, but then I always told her, I'm like, I really want my research that I did for my thesis to be in the professional world. Like I would like to have it published um, professionally so people can like look it up and it can support other people's research rather than it just be harvard harvard at the university which a lot of interior design research is because it doesn't get pushed to that next level because it's such a new field right now and we also are like are are in we have one journal jid the journal of interior design and so that's the one journal of research that we have but mostly interior design research comes up a lot in healthcare it comes up a lot in psychology obviously so for the longest time we've been piggybacking not like piggybacking but like being within or like a subculture almost within those fields so anyways that was a a little explanation that was good yeah i didn't know a jid existed jid does exist and i used it i used it (laughs) i have a master's degree (laughs) 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 
That's real life, folks. Yeah. People, I, I say weird things all the time, too. I, I don't think I even know the English language. And I used it, it to help me with my thesis. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm like rubbing off on you because I say some <laughs> weird words. Yeah, you really do. And uh, that don't make sense. I don't even know how, like, some of the meanings sometimes, but it sounds fitting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was obsessed with big words when I was little. So yeah. that's, I think I told you about that. But okay, so my professor had reached out to me and she said hey amanda listen i felt really bad about not being able to um publish your research at for anything while in school so i have this opportunity with the interior design educators council idec and they have a virtual fall symposium research um where it's a call for abstracts and we're looking would you be interested and in submitting for this. And so I'm like, yes, like, let's do it. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I'm on a high. I'm, I immediately told her yes without thinking what it was. What it was. Didn't I, what it was. I didn't even know really what it was. And I was just like, and, and she, she knows this too. That's why she brought it to me. And so I'm, I was, she's just like, I remember her telling me, okay, Amanda, when, like, when we do this together, I'm helping for like, she's a great facilitator. And she's like, I am helping you do this because like, a lot of people don't know how to do this, so I'm going to help you with this first round, but then that'll help you submit to any other further research that you want to in the future. So people can look it up if they want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So then you do all this stuff in the midst of all the contract things. In yeah, the back of your right. Head. So I'm, I'm basically I'm shape shifting my research that I had completed for my thesis so that um, – it, it already aligned a little bit to the topic and the topic was on pedagogy and pedagogy is the way that we learn the way that um, people, you know, take in information, learning concepts, that type of thing. And it was under the topic of virtual inequities. And that's basically because not a lot of people have the same opportunity to the virtual world, you know, internet all that stuff, you know? And so I'm like, okay, like I need to tailor my research that what I had done with my research was basically a community campus for the um, schools that are a part of the Washington Z, Washington DC consortium of universities. And it was a campus for designing and building. It was a two part um, practicum. So you can, use it virtually as well and it was a lot of um, virtual reality concepts within my my thesis work and so I'm like I pulled out I had a lot of information in that thesis so I have a lot of information that I can always go back to and research that I had done so I applied that to it and then wrote up an abstract had it looked over and edited and stuff um, with June who later um, Jihyun Song, she was my um, second author and she um, was my professorial advisor on everything that I put forward. So I went back and forth with her. We went back and forth and this is all happening. And I, I'm in the back <laughs> of my mind, I'm thinking this is a lot of work. It took me like even um, it was a lot of work to just submit it. But then you have to wait like two months. I think it was maybe even three months to know if you got accepted. And then you have to um, prepare a poster and prepare information. Something completely different from what you did. Completely different, yeah. Because with your thesis, yeah, it was because the topic and the the aim of what you were trying to explain is completely different. Because I was like gardenering it into this symposium. 
so that that could even be a topic in itself so right. what happens after that you finally finish it then what yeah so after um after that after i uh, submitted it i realized that i got had got accepted and was gonna do the symposium i then was also <laughs> reached out to as um a possible candidate to teach at marymount university and so everything was kind of crazy with covid like you know um, professors were um, here and there and everyone was like freaking out it's it's like a new curriculum so they didn't know if they needed like a like anyone to come in for support sure so they reached out to me and I had just graduated and I'm thinking to myself I'm like oh my gosh like heck yeah like I want to teach but I'm just like am I am I ready right now <laughs> I don't know I just got out of there and so um I, I would have had a like a, an assistant professor um, or adjunct role, which I had seen a lot of um, people from uh, Marymount then become who had graduated. Then the next year they come in as a assistant oh, or an gosh. adjunct, and so I was just like, "Am I ready for that?" Um, and it was it was funny. The university actually made that decision for me. They had um, they had or they got someone to fill the role actually that was more senior, and so I'm like, "Okay, so that was." Um, that was a good thing. That was yeah. like a sign, sign from God. And so like it wasn't right. right. So that's so then what happens after that. So that goes away. Um, what happens with your research? Yeah. So like I said, my research gets accepted and I present it, and um, it's great. Like the the symposium is amazing, yeah. and I meet so many people. I actually saw a um, former professor of mine who actually now teaches at SCAD um, in. Georgia, I believe. Over that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Hopefully, um, that's cool. Yeah. So and then what? I mean, what what happened while I was going through all of my previously mentioned stuff is I also was asked to be a guest speaker in some um, classes for the fundamentals for undergrads at Marymount, and then also for a healthcare studio, and then also to talk about my thesis. So. I think I had given maybe three or four talks in between all this stuff um, because I really want to be there as an alum for the future students. And then then I was like, you want to know what? The, so this is like crazy because this is happening in this happened like in the last month and a half, maybe a little long, two months. Maybe? I mean, it seems like a month and a half, but it was like six months. So was it? It, it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long well, since span. you. Well, not really. Graduated in May. May, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This time flies. I know. See, that's the thing about um, COVID is like one day passes. <laughs> that's the thing. COVID yeah. pushes time. <laughs> it does this thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, yeah, it's like it's crazy. So then, I know with all this stuff happening, and I and I lived it in the back of your head was like contract process what's going on how do i do this and i feel like it's just a revolving door in your head that you're constantly thinking about yeah and then i started thinking oh my gosh am i falling back into education and just go like i can't just fall back into education like i can't give up on my dream you know what i mean and i was thinking even um when it came to that teaching position i'm just like i'm like man am i like my goal is to be designer soup studio i i want i've i've been manifesting this you know what i mean like i i need to do this and so um basically i'm just like 
okay, I need to do something that is for the studio that's for me. So I decided to apply for the NCIDQ exam um, in October for the, for the fall. So they put it into two parts. They have the um, spring and the fall sessions where you can sign up, submit all your documentation, all of your credentials, everything, and then they approve you if you can actually take the exam. So I submitted all of my things, all of my hours, all my education, and I just wanted to take the IDFX, which is the fundamentals section. There are three parts to this exam, and I was I obviously <laughs> was not ready to How take... How is that? So when... When I found out that I was accepted and I was going to take it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, it's coming up. <laughs> Dude, you're just piling on more and more stuff on yeah. your <laughs> And I'm just like cramming, cramming, cramming. And I, I was getting nervous. So when I get nervous, I'm a notorious procrastinator, but I get stuff done, which is weird. So like, I haven't kicked procrastinating because for some odd reason, like, it's always kind of worked. And so I can't get under too much pressure though, or else I'll crack. You, you know, you're putting I, pressure I will, on yourself. I, I there think. was so much pressure at this point <laughs> on, on my mind. <laughs> There's so much pressure at this point. That I'm just like, whatever. If I didn't sign up and to take that exam, I don't think I never, it would, yeah. it would take me so long in order to do it. So anyways, I sign up for this exam. I'm studying for this exam. I have this book. <laughs> This yeah. this book Amanda I read not this only, whole not, book. Not only does she read this once, she is rereading the whole thing again. Yeah, I have yeah. <laughs> crazy. So it's that the reference uh manual. Manual. Man- <laughs> the reference manual. <laughs> <laughs> the reference mammal. <laughs> oh man. It's a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That thing should be like a prehistoric yeah, animal. I know. Oh and the God. funny thing was... I spit all over it. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I can't read it now. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. I can read it. And so basically, I'm like, oh my God. Now, not to mention... Um, so I also took a, a seminar too, um, oh uh, NCIDQ prep. I tried to take all of the things and you know, study and be prepared. And I thought, I'm like, okay. And I also paid attention in, you know, uh, my classes. So I'm just like, this is gonna, and I did well in all of my classes. So I'm just like, this is gonna be a breeze. (laughs) Was it? Oh my gosh. When I started reading that book, truly all the way through, I'm like, the amount of things that you need to know is unreal. So I'm going to be totally blunt in saying this. If you think that you can just walk into that exam and take it, you're going to be rudely awakened. Like very, very rudely awakened. You took this exam in person with a mask on. Yeah, in COVID conditions. COVID conditions. (laughs) COVID did this. COVID. Uh, I know. It's so crazy. We're trying to keep it light. But yeah, so you, you go in. You know, it's you take it on a computer, the yeah. first part. And I believe every part now is computerized. Like there's no written that you don't have to hand draft yeah. anything. And so the first part was definitely on a computer. It's 125 questions and they're long questions. They're like, you know, when you took an exam in high school and it's one of those um, problem analysis type things where it's like oh, a paragraph. Yeah. Well, 
you have to read these things and I'm nervous. So my nerves are getting to me and I'm reading the same thing over and over again. It's a timed exam and I'm reading the same thing over and over again. And I had to literally stop and tell myself like, and the fact that it's, I, okay, I'm going to finish my sentence. Like you tell me, okay. I had to stop and tell myself, calm down <laughs> because my heart was beating out of my chest because I'm like, this is on the line. I have, Again, pressure on yourself. Right. I like this is online. I'm like this. These exams are not cheap. Also, and I'm sitting here, clientless. You know, out of school, broken out of school. Like, what the heck is going on? And so I, I I'm just like, all right, calm down. So I just go through the ones that I know, right? And then I'm, and then there's other ones that I'm just like, what, what the heck? They're like, this is coming out of left field. <laughs> and they tell you that there are some. Um, you know, questions where they might take them out of the exam. Yeah. They're like um, uh, test questions, yeah. not not actual test questions. I don't know how to describe them. I'm, I'm forgetting the word for them. Um, but basically they're doing, they're t- pulling information from the professional world and then they're throwing it in there and seeing if it works. And if a lot of people get them right, they're yeah. like, oh, this is a good question to ask. We'll, we'll keep this in there also yeah, yeah. to keep the exam up to date, <laughs> as much up to date as possible. So I think there's like 25 of them that they take out or something and so that's why you get when i was done with the exam i'm just like oh my gosh i'm feeling <laughs> I need a drink I, yeah i need a drink and then also I'm, I'm feeling like a cold wet towel that's that's what i felt like after the exam <laughs> i sweat but at the same oh. time my hope is like so low Dude, because you're i'm real, so hard on yourself i know i i just was like Oh, okay. Just if you guys are taking this exam, I think the next one is in the spring. So I I don't mean to scare you if you are taking it. What I'm saying is take your time for real. Don't freak yourself out like I did in the beginning. You have enough time. I'm telling you this. You have enough time. So um, you can do it. And I'm here for you. (laughs) All right. So after we got to move this forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need like a a specific podcast for each of these things but yeah we're just doing an update mo- back, momentum yeah, process work that's it so back to the we're building momentum again it's going up and down for you the process and then all of a sudden you know this contract is still lingering from still when lingering. we start and so that is the perfect word for it. and so now it's like um one of your builders that you work with who's an awesome person yeah and he's really helped us out and and just sharing i think we've helped each other out but um comes to you and's like hey i got an opportunity blah 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 um it's for this specific client and um it's in dc and so then you're like cool you just say yes to everything so you're just like yeah let's do this i don't say yes to everything no you don't let's just say we we sit around and kind of let it linger and think about it but I mean, with this builder, it's almost I don't like... Think, yeah, there wasn't okay. too much hesitation. Yeah, with this builder, it's like, we're good friends. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, yeah, great opportunities or whatever. So then you get another project, which was like, oh my gosh, all right, let's build on Project this. opportunity. Project opportunity. It's not even... Still in the process. Yeah. So then you're like, man, <laughs> I need to get a contract. So what do you do? What's the process for you get finding a contract? You mentioned, you know, why you need one. And now it's like, all right, how do I go about this? Yeah, I realized... I did not feel good taking this contract that I made and kind of help uh, utilized with help from the ACID template. I didn't feel good about it. And so I'm like, I'm not going to sit down and try and act like I know what the heck any of this means in front of a 
a client. It's gonna just send me straight down my 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 rep- meow 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 meow. <laughs> my, <laughs> 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 It's you're excited you're when you get excited you talk fast so then you put words it sends together my re- it's gonna send my reputation straight down and i haven't even yeah. started yet you know and so basically what had happened was i'm like you want to know what i so i do the site visit you know and yeah. get all this information um which is another topic i'd like to talk to you guys about like site visits and stuff <laughs> and how i how i do that but um i'm I we go on a much needed vacation, just a mental break. Oh man, um, that was well needed. To, to escape, so we go to rural Michigan and and meet <laughs> with my family, and it, it was amazing. But like at that time, I let the builder know that you know we're going on vacation, but we're still going to be able to be reached out to. That being said, I was like, you want to know what? I am not going to, I was kind of waiting to tell Brian. I'm just like, you want to know what? I think I'm just going to do this thing. I found an attorney online that was interior design specific. Like he did uh, practice contract law specifically for interior designers. And the funny way how I found him was through YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, which is funny, but when he started talking on YouTube, I was just like, the words he was using, like, I'm like, man, this guy knows the entire interior design process. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. So the funny thing, and if this is like so millennial of me, I feel like, is I, I reached out to him via Instagram yes. rather than emailing him. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was so unprofessional. I'm like, why did I do that? But anyways, it's, it's fine. Again, me thinking too much, being too hard on myself. He's like, yeah, just email me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I emailed him and, I'm, and I was so excited. And then I'm like, this is it. I finally felt secure. I'm like, I found an, uh, an interior design contract lawyer. Perfect. And when I called them for the first time, our first meet and greet was amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is a, he's, we, he's a we Midwest had guy. Yeah. Uh, conversations with other lawyers to see which was a good fit. That's good bringing up too. Yeah, I did call a few people before I actually spoke to this specific individual, and um, it was the, it was good, but at the same time, I didn't get the right feeling. Like sometimes people, uh, the attorneys I was talking to would bring up um, some some heavy stuff, and they wouldn't explain it to me in the way that I needed it to be explained, and of course me being a little bit harder on myself i'm like amanda you should know this but at this point in time i was done doing this it's you know easing on the end of the year i'm like i'm not a lawyer i do not need to know this i need somebody to tell me what like what this is i'm asking the question like what this is so i need you to tell me what it is i know my process let me know what part of my process you need to know yeah vice versa you literally like yeah so when you figure out like you needed a contract like next week you're like all right let's move forward with this um we got to do it right Way to procrastinate yeah and but so you went to town like you created your process in like two days and i was like looking at it and i was like my gosh this makes complete sense yeah the funny thing about you say i created my process in two weeks is that i knew my process all along. yeah you and just wrote I it just down needed you just needed to be confident it. enough in myself to be like this is my process yeah this is how i want to run my business yeah. You can do this. Just write it down. You've been doing it for years. And yeah. when you look at things, and 
And the, and the, the funny part was you're like, what do you think? Should I do this? Do that? And I was like, I have no clue. I'm like, I'm like the, the marketing guy. I'm like, <laughs> you're the one doing like the design. You know it better than me. Yeah. This is a huge moment yeah. is when Brian, I was looking at Brian while he was saying this to me and he said, um, he's like, I don't know. Like you went to school for all this. And I'm just like, man, when, when people pull that school card, I'm just like, okay, it's annoying. Yeah. you, it is annoying because I went to school for interior design and we had learned there. You have no idea how much stuff you have to learn now in interior design. And I'm sure even interior designers 10, 10 years ago, 15 years ago can say the same thing because a lot of people don't know how much goes into it, how much yeah. you have to know because you work with so many different well, consultants. And people don't know like the differences between interior design designer, or a kitchen and bath designer. Or There's that's, so another, that's another things. thing. Yeah. There's p- designers graduate and go into a million different sections of this field. There's a like it's crazy. It's like doctors. You know what I mean? Like a billion different specialties. A lot of people don't know that. You just think that you go and you decorate homes or you decorate and design yeah. homes and or you renovate and stuff like that. There's sectors and that's a whole nother podcast. So um what was I talking about? How cool you were. <laughs> I was talking about how you had told... Okay, I'm just going to pick this up here. You had told me that you just needed... Oh, about um, when people pull the you went to school yeah, card, yeah. you should know this. When it comes to running a business, you you guys cannot... I can't be alone in saying this. You have to practice a business and learn through all these things professional practice in order to understand how it is you can learn so much in school but you have to do it yeah so i'm not saying that you know oh well then why'd you pay for all this school it's just like i paid for school to learn all the rest of the stuff that i needed to help me be who i am now but i need to learn my you learn business practices to somewhat yeah and then you intern but when you intern it's just like if I was fully employed at an architecture firm. You don't know how to run that whole firm. You don't. Like, straight up. You don't know how the ins and out. You don't know the overhead. You don't know any of that stuff. Now I need to know all that stuff. And I'm doing this with, like, the experience level that I have right now. And I'm going for it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, you know. And I'm just going to say, hey, I, you know, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm like, you want to know what? I know what I need to do. I know that I need to get this and this and this. Just have more confidence and be like, if you know that you need this, do it. Yeah. You don't need validation from anybody. You don't yeah. need like, yeah, you should do this. Like, stop at looking to other people to okay. If you're that type of person like I am, I always look to everybody for approval. Just don't do that. You already know what you yeah. need to do. And that's why I think I'm like I'm so proud of you because you have grown within the last year. You're just like, can I swear in this thing? Yeah, we love to swear on this. Yeah, thing. we swear a lot. Anyways, you're just like, you're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go for this. Like, even throughout the end of this school year last year, like, do this, do this, doing things, and we're like kind of keeping this stuff to ourselves because we want to keep a nice tight circle and positive things coming into our head. It's easy to be negative, and when people aren't sure, like, we're just asking the wrong people or surrounding ourselves with the wrong people. I think. And now it's like, dude, we got to work on this stuff. And, you know, we want, when we want to share stuff with our family, even it's like, they don't really understand the business side. They don't know like the things we're going through on a daily basis. So like, it's just nice to inform them. But at the same time, it's like, all right, like it's for us, it's, 
a deeper, more meaningful connection because, I mean, you're putting everything on the line and, you know, us as a family too. Like, yeah. we're sacrificing a lot. Like, yeah. I know. Like, we're in Washington, D.C., man. Rent here is insane. Like, yeah, well, houses. I'm not, not going to be shy about that. Every, <laughs> everyone already knows this. Yeah, gonna, yeah so, so like, we're really, like, just putting ourselves out there. Amanda's the brain behind all this stuff, and uh, I'm excited about it. I don't know where it's gonna lead designer suit. All I know is that we got a cool sign behind your head. <laughs> you know, we got a legit business, and um, I'm excited. So, like, now you're doing all these things. You finally got a contract that's happened in the last six months. So now, where are you at today, right now? Today, I have a completed contract <laughs> yes. that is approved and set and set through in a, a contract lawyer that specializes in interior design i'm extremely thankful for him and it was an amazing 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 process um i'll talk more about that on another podcast but <laughs> yeah so i have a current potential client um a client on behalf of a builder so the builder's known this person for a long time and so i'm grateful for this opportunity it's an opportunity in dc um, so that's another thing I want to talk on another podcast. Licenses and all that. Yeah, oh like my God. Make, that's uh, crazy. being a foreign entity, being so close. Every every state is close on on the East Coast, so you have to you know make sure yeah. that you are have a biz- general business license for where it, you need that. And like we say these things, like we know what these things are, but like these things pop up and you just learn as you go. That's what I'm talking about, the professional yeah. practice part of it. And you you want to be doing things the right way. It's yeah. not like we don't want to be doing things the right way. And I'm trying, like I don't want to drag this out. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get all these things, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Like if I and I'm if I'm overachieving right now, it's only because I don't want to drag anything out that can harm somebody. And because that's what interior design is it's for the health, safety, and welfare of the people that you're working with. Yeah. And so I, the last thing I want to do is have any form of negligence. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know. Well, I feel like I'm excited for you as a designer and as a person because I think you're gonna grow into something you don't even know what you're gonna be. And like if you look back at it. Like, all those times, you know, we even struggled. Like, watching dogs, driving random people around. I'm just like, man, if you told me, uh, like, that I'd know how to do all these videos and as cameras are staring at us and microphones, like, just figuring out. And then you, like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to drop out. I'm going to quit work, and I'm going to go chase what I love. And that's another podcast. That is another podcast. And we got a whole list of podcasts brainstormed last night topics for you guys but we just wanted to that was that was a lot of information it was a lot of information but again it was like Good. the momentum it was the process and and then it's the work and that was like a six months recap Dude. in one session so we hope that you guys enjoyed it um i did kind of want to end a little bit more on what i'm currently doing i'm just ready to go full steam i had <laughs> you got an accent <laughs> an english accent <laughs> Food. I'm ready to go. Full steam ahead. So Mana watches like vlogs, everything like just Br- British. To, yeah, bo- just bloggers. To, she gets like inspiration from like architecture, everything you can think of. We like, can't stay on one line, man. No, like, we're, this, is, this our podcasts are like a tree, man. Like we try and go straight, but we get off on a branch. We're, we're like a dog, like chase, like chasing a squirrel it doesn't help that brian's an air sign i don't know if there's any zodiac people out there but i'm a libra brian's a libra i'm a leo 
it's a good match. It's a yeah. good match. Um, it's a great match. <laughs> <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> and so, yeah, Brian's an air sign. So he can, like, bounce everywhere, do a million things, blah, blah, blah. Up and, like, and I vibe off of that. I'm just like, yo, where are we going? You know? But Let's sometimes he tires me out. So I'm just like, <laughs> you go. Sometimes go! I tire myself out. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, wait, where was I going again? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. Like, we'll be driving. <laughs> And then Brian will just be driving. We're in Northeast D.C. now. And I'm like, yo, I thought we were going to to Sherlington or wherever that is, somewhere in Arlington. I'm like, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. And it's like 15 minutes out <laughs> I, of the way. I get lost in my brain. Lost in the sauce. Lost in yeah. the sauce. But yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, let's close this out. Let's close it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, make sure you follow Designer Soup. Yeah, Designer on Soup on Instagram. And TikTok. then on tiktok is it start... designer soup on tiktok or designer i think it's soup designer studio? soup uh, and we're going to start putting out more videos and if you guys have any i don't know feedback or things you want covered yeah anything. let us know any topics if you had any questions on the content that we just talked to you about today let me know i'll go into further detail obviously because we can <laughs> we have words for days um so let's I mean, get on the phone we'll zoom and let you know yeah i know like in the beginning of the podcast it gets a little it's a little slow and you know we get warmed up but we go a little bit for too long but we just yeah. want we're excited to talk this designer suit podcast is a very nonchalant podcast on what i have just brian and i have just been doing moving forward and everything we're just letting you in casually casual conversation um you might learn something you might laugh you might you know have you know you might delete us you might delete (laughs) us yeah you could be like these are the most annoying people in the world um but yeah anyways guys thank you so much for listening like this podcast is that what you do i have no idea just listen listen share it share it share it to the world share it like a christmas gift And yeah, basically, Designer Soup Studio is up and ready for business. Up and ready for business. So let's go. Let's do this. But thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Take care. And until next time. What is that thing you always said? There we go. Boom. There we go. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Be true. Oh, we got to look in that camera. I don't know. Be true to yourself. Yeah, I was telling Brian, I don't like to say be yourself because I feel like I'm telling people what to do and I don't like that. So um, just be true to yourself because you're the only person that knows that. Peace. Peace.